Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. So our next guest, we have Terry Hardin. Terry, welcome so much to our Gifters Podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Thank you, Christopher. I'm really happy to be here. So Terry Hardin is an international speaker, an artist, and she has a talk, her talk called Cash in Your Passion shows how using creativity can elevate your business and life. And I waited for the end to share that the Walt Disney's legendary Imagineer and Jim Henson's puppeteer. That's phenomenal. Tell us a little Thank bit about you. how you even got involved with, with um, Walt Disney and Jim Henson. Well, as an artist, I'm an obsessive creative, which means I see it, I want to create it, and I want to make it, and I want to do it. And that's because my mom uh, was stifled when she was young. Many artists, people fear that uh, they're they're going to be broke, which I never was, and I haven't been broke. I don't say that I'm a millionaire, but I definitely wasn't broke. I got by, and uh, through my creativity, it was because my mom vowed that never was she going to stifle her daughter the way she had been stifled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you think she got that insight from to to have that awareness? I think it was I think it was beaten out of her so terribly bad, and I don't mean physically. I just mean they just kept telling her, "You're wasting your time. This is a loss. Why would you do this?" Mm-hmm. Kind of like a lot of actors in in the world. Why are you doing such a profession that nobody, you know, one in a million, blah blah blah. Yeah. And my mom and my father, uh, I'm mixed races. My dad's black. They both told me that I'm going to have adversity in life, but if I stay creative, then uh, I'm, I'll always come out on top. And that's exactly what happened. That's such a powerful story because, again, a lot of us, especially when we're younger, I was just talking to one of our interviewees earlier in the podcast, and her name is Magali Renee, and she's Haitian descent and with a French name. And a lot of times when she was growing up, she was a, essentially on the surface a black woman who had a French name. And at that time, she didn't like it. But now I think it's a beautiful name. And like what you're saying, a lot of times, sometimes, unfortunately, we have these challenges growing up that we think is a, not a good thing. But as you get older, you're like, wow, this is a, a crown that I'm going to polish every day. And in your case, you clearly just based on just your tone of voice and your enthusiasm, I just really appreciate you letting people know that. So how did you first get started as an entrepreneur? Well, as an entrepreneur, when I was a kid, my mom says you can do anything. Well, that's a dangerous thing to say to a child because child has no fear. And I saw a good housekeeping magazine and in it, I saw gingerbread. So my mother comes home, I'm 14 years old, and I'm baking 148 gingerbread houses at age 14. I'm going to make them for my friends. I design a custom box for my friends. And by the time I'm done, I have my entire, my mom goes, oh, nobody will buy these because they look like Flintstone houses and I said talk to the hand mom I'm not done yet and I decorated a couple and got my whole family to decorate them and then later on I started selling them now I'm 14 I started selling them for $35 a piece wow so yeah so that was where it started I just people said well can we buy these and I was like you could be my friend and I'll let you have it like (laughs) okay but then some would say well let me give you something you know and the average was about 35 bucks a piece so I sold few of them and said wow and that's how I ended up putting myself through college is I would make costumes like cosplay enter contests and win and that did college for me because I wasn't smart enough for university but I was creative enough for a junior college 
So, but bam, I had to pay for it somehow and my parents couldn't do it. So I said, I can do this, you know, so just creative thinking 24 seven. And, and just one more thing. I thought everyone did this. And then I was told, no, they don't. So I started sharing it. That's phenomenal. And share a little bit with our, with our listeners about some of the clients you work with and how you've helped and inspired their lives and massively impacted their lives. Well, just like you, Christopher, I had people come up and say they, they invited me to speak as an artist, but I wasn't being paid. I was getting, you know, gas and hotel room and food. And then some brilliant person told me that I was a artist who speaks, not a speaker who does art. And once I shifted that, I started to see pay, not perfectly, but I did. So my, I think one of my closest, a client closest to my heart is my own husband who happens to be Keith Jackson, the sports announcer, sports announcer's son. And he passed away around Martin Luther King Day. And we had a huge event at the Rose Bowl to celebrate Keith's life. And of course, being eldest son, he had to speak. He didn't want to speak. I said, okay, let's take the components of, your, of what you got to do. Number one, you don't want to be up there. Number two, it has to be impactful. Number three, how can we make that happen? And so we worked together and his speech was two minutes long and it was the most quoted and most loved speech of the, of the day. And I told him that it's going to be because I knew exactly what he should do to do it. And, and it was just, it, it blew people away. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the Martin Luther King speech blew people away. I think short and sweet is good. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> absolutely. I, I love how, again, specific and concise you are because so many of us, especially my clients, like they're always saying, Chris, I want to get paid to speak. Again. Well, just be concise. <laughs> you have to <laughs> go off value and tangible <laughs> results and solutions. So they don't necessarily want to hear your story. That might be nice, but it's like, well, what kind of results are you getting? In your case, literally, you helped your, your husband um, just really be concise. And now, there's another story you mentioned about how you taught someone how to sculpt and you made a career out of yes. it. Yes. So, so I designed the 1996 Tournament of Roses uh, Dream Flight float for, uh, you know, that international. So I had designed it and I was teaching people how to sculpt. And the main idea was to teach self-built floats how to compete with the big boys. And their sculptures were awful. So I said, let me come in and I'm going to show you how to do this. And I'm going to show you that you can do this. An older man, he was in his 50s, he sculpted, his uh, grandson was used as the, as the model, so he wanted to sculpt something on the float. Long story short, I show him how to sculpt, but the float was a dragon. He sculpted the feet. So now he sees it going down across the universe on you know, New Year's Day, and he says, I did the feet. Well, what he didn't realize is that I had inspired him so much, he constantly got fired from his job. So now he retires, he finds wood, Terry says, I can do it. He starts to sculpt. Well, he's Jewish in origin. He starts to sculpt these Jewish artifacts, the things you put on your door, blah, blah, blah. Now he says, little did I know that this little dreadlocked angel was going to come into my life and show me my purpose in life. And that's probably one of the nicest things anyone has ever said to me. I usually cry when I talk about it because it just blew me away. Yeah. The dreadlock angel. I mean, that is. Yes, that's what he said. My little dreadlock angel. And, and it's, it was, it was phenomenal. It just, it just, you know, I hadn't seen him in several years. And the next time I saw him, he had hand carved the container that the Torah must be delivered in if you take it away from the synagogue. And it was stunning. 
He did wow. dragon feet, Christopher. You know. <laughs> you know, I, I hope our, our listeners know how unique and precious this moment is. We only have a few minutes left, but really, when Terry shares the story about how a man called her an angel, that's always the hope and goal of any speaker, any coach, any author, at least the ones that are genuinely and authentic, because really making a living is great, but making a difference is, is the things that will last forever. Like literally, Terry, you could be sharing that story 10 years, 20 years, 50 years from now, and it still has just as much impact and just as much meaning as you did when you first got the compliment. Who is someone else that inspired you to end our podcast interview? Um, in the podcast, well, my most yes. inspiring person is, is my dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, my dad is the one that, that uh, helped me to understand that you're, you're a rose. He told me a story call, that I call a rose in a weed patch. And I think every speaker has a Hotel California story, <laughs> which means that, you know, if you listen to the Eagles, they better play Hotel California. <laughs> so in my case, I better tell rose in a weed patch or I'll get lynched if they've heard, if they've heard me speak before and they've heard that story. They always ask for me to tell that story again. And basically, it's just my dad inspired me to realize that I'm a gem in the in the in the earth and I'm a gem on the planet and so are you. You all are. Being different is special, not bad. It's good. Mm. That is like a I'm not a coffee drinker, it's like a warm cup of tea. So <laughs> thank you for yeah. so much for sharing your your warm thoughts and message and positivity in this gift is podcast. Like I said, when I started this thing, I always say that your story is a gift to the world and you definitely clearly have given us a gift to share for, for us and our listeners. So Terry, thanks so much for being on our Giftus podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services and, and life? I think the best way right now, my, my website, which is Terry at terryharden.com is under construction. So if you go there, you're going to be like, are you serious? But Carol, this is her website. So look for me on Facebook under Terry Harden page, Facebook at Terry Harden page. That's got a lot more cool stuff for you to look at than my website. And soon I'll be better with my website, but. <laughs> so again, Terry is T-E-R-R-I-H-A-R-D-I-N. Check Terry out at Facebook. Terry, thanks again for being on our Gifters podcast. Have a great day. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you very much.